Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Star Wars Rebels, Moonbeam City, Ruby, and Adventure Time. I am Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hey! Today, Sam and I will be discussing the third and fourth parts of the Stakes miniseries of Adventure Time, uh, Vamps About and The Emperor's Eyes. Sam and I are going through... This stakes miniseries as Cartoon Network airs them every night uh, this week at 8 o'clock. Um, and we are going to be regularly covering Adventure Time, uh, you know, in the future as well. Uh, you can find out everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. And yeah, let's get into Vamps About and The Empress Eyes. Spoilers for... Everything up to parts three and four of this miniseries, although you're safe from spoilers for the rest of the miniseries. Uh, Sam, what did you think of these two episodes? I, don't, I feel like Fam's About was kind of boring. I don't know. Yeah. I, I did like that we had more flashbacks. Um, but it was just, I feel like that was just setting up what we're doing for the rest of the series, I guess. Or the rest of the miniseries, not the actual series. Um, Emperor's Eyes, I liked a little bit more, uh, cause it was like a sole focus on one of the vampires and not everybody else. I mean, like, I don't know, there's more questions than there were answers, I guess. Like, what did the Empress and Simon have to do with each other back in the day? That is true. What's that about? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's a question that's supposed to have an answer. Well, it should have an answer. Cause I kind of just infer that you know, Marceline was hunting. Although, no, it doesn't really make sense with the timeline. That's right. Because Marceline was hunts. She says she hunts the vampires after Simon leaves. Yeah. Um, so that, and also the Empress says that Simon, uh, like references Simon already starting to have lost it when she last saw him. Right. Yeah. So it seems like they encountered each other after Marceline left. Okay. So maybe yeah. that will have an answer. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's just, it's confusing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Emper- yeah, I think the uh, Empress is the better of the two episodes. I think it's a pretty impressive episode. Uh, although it's, you know, not as good as episode two of the miniseries. Yeah. Uh, Vamps about was fine, you know. It was it was a little boring at times, but it was okay. Uh, it, I think it was maybe better than episode one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it's you know, I, it's, it's a little underwhelming, but this is what you expect from a miniseries at this, in the middle. I'm hoping that... Like parts seven and eight are very good. You know? mm. That being said, Emprise has a lot of a lot of good things going for it, and Vamps about has its moments too. So let's get into get into all of that. Um, so basically, last podcast we talked about how now it looked like the plot was going that Marceline, now that she's turned back into a human, she releases all of her past vampires which she'd inhaled after shaking. <laughs> yeah, she inhaled them. Yeah. So and uh, I was like. Uh, except I, so I, I basically got everything right last episode, except that she had also inhaled the vampire king, yeah. um, which, which became a, it became apparent once he appeared at the beginning of the episode and they're like, Oh, we're back now that we're, that what actually happened was the only thing that made sense is he had to have turned her at the same time as she staked him. Like that's the only thing that logically made sense. And that was what happened. Um, you're so smart. Well, I didn't. I did. I got that wrong though. At the at the end of last time, I didn't think that you're uh, so not smart. I didn't. I didn't think she she staked the vampire king. But I guess then I don't know. Kind of unpredictable. It happening at the same time. Um, what do you think of this? I don't know. Do you think that makes sense that all of these 
vampires come back to life now suddenly. I mean, we don't really have an explanation for it. Other I than guess, that the, the gooey goop or whatever is gone. I guess so. I don't know. It could be seen as like, maybe the soul sucking thing has something to do with it. Because like, she staked them, right? And she says in this episode, her dad never gave her a squat except for soul sucking skills, right? Yeah. Maybe it's just like their souls like being re-released back into the ether instead of Marceline's um, throat. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. I, that's That's a good point that her soul-sucking ability is probably what lets her gain the powers through being a demon. But then I wonder, like, are these just, like, the... F- how many are there? Like, five? Yeah, there's five of them. Five, like, special vampires who, like, have special abilities, and she just sucked their souls as opposed to the other ones? Who were just, like, bleh. Who didn't have, like, any special powers or anything? Uh, yeah, that's true. Is it just five? Because last, uh, first episode, I think, in the miniseries, they implied that there were a lot more vampires that Marceline had staked. Yeah. And in fact, she, we, we she see called, one of them yeah. on, on camera in the next episode, in episode four. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just like this. Spe- maybe it's like Twilight or whatever. Where yeah, so it's either that. This is a lot like Twilight vampire rules. No, it's not rules. a lot like. No, no, no Twilight discussion. It's either no, a like, lot. In terms of vampire rules, it is. I don't even remember. Um, it's either that uh, these five are special. You're right, because they're the only five that come back. Or this is just like a television thing that it's like okay we have five to focus on now um they just yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good point that there are other ones who are not seeing as part of this uh this five uh, through this miniseries um so i focusing on this i i think the biggest question through through first stakes is like is focusing on re-staking all five vampires which marceline had staked in the past a um oh i just i just made the connection between this being called steaks and marceline staking literally just now yeah oh my god is is that a good choice like because isn't this kind of boring what does this have to do with marceline's past i mean we're revisiting her past but isn't this a little too gimmicky first for what's supposed to be kind of a character focused miniseries so do you think it's more like marceline the vampire slayer and that's not a good thing I mean, that is kind of... We still don't know why she's the vampire queen, right? But well, I guess because she was the final vampire. Is that why? Because yeah, we, learned, we learned that this episode. Did we know that before, that she was the last vampire? I think it could be... In, like, I don't think we actually knew, but I definitely inferred it. Because she's the only vampire we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they definitely explicitly stated here. It's like she's... Uh, because I mean, there's only because the vampire queen in the flashback in this episode is like, I'm no, there's I'm the last, the last of my kind, and then you know, she's becomes a vampire as he dies, right? So yeah, so she is the supreme vampire and the only one. So that's I, I guess this episode is our explanation to why she's the vampire queen. Because why wasn't this one called king. Marceline the Vampire Queen? Yeah, Va- what is vamps about? Let's <laughs> it's it's I mean Th- there is vamps about there is vamps about yeah I don't think they said that in the episode but yeah um. What what else we got going on here? This I liked that flashback. Yeah, I'm glad we went back to that. Yeah. Um. Um. I have a question about that. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I could say it on this podcast, but do you think there are any sort of uh things that that scene reminded you of? Um. I think I understand what you're saying. Uh. No, I did not think of that as I was watching. Okay. Whatever uh, that is. So in. Uh, Oliver Savaz, uh, 
AV Club um, like review of the entire miniseries, he says that at times in this in in stakes, it is obvious that Marceline's vampiricism is a metaphor for depression. Um, yeah. Have you gotten that from these first four episodes? I haven't gotten that from I haven't gotten that personally, but I can definitely see it. Yeah, I think episode four uh, is is more about that than than anything else. Because, hmm, okay, so you're talking about a, uh, okay, so, okay, <laughs> trigger warnings for uh, rape and sexual abuse. You're talking about uh, this being an, an analogy for rape, right? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about that specific scene where the vampire, vampire King's, King flashback, yeah. Like, pinning her down and biting her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that could go with uh, Oliver Savaya's depression metaphor. Yeah, they could be coexistent. They could they could coexist. Okay, I can I can see, yeah. I I don't I don't know if the, that's what it's I don't think it's what it's intending, but at the same time now that you mention it there's a lot there, I think. Yeah. Um I see the depression thing a little bit as being as more concrete from episode 4. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because I mean, she basically says in the the flashback in episode 4 that uh she had a, she had uh she says, staking vampires, protecting the last remaining humans. I felt it felt like I was protecting you. It was the only thing that brought me happiness during those years. That's kind of blatant. Yeah. The only thing that brought me happiness. But no, that was before she became a vampire, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Dang, we were wrong. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, but then, okay, so where's the depression analogy for being a vampire? Okay, is, isn't it? Then I then now I'm feeling like okay then let's throw this out the window as an analogy let's just say that this is about um Marceline's yeah so where's the, what's the cause of the uh I feel like we can't pinpoint a, a direct one to one for depression and any single thing in Marceline's past then other than you know being abandoned and lonely yeah so okay I don't know what to make of this we'll explore let's talk about this more in episode four but in terms of this specific scene um. You know, I, 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 probably not what they're intending, but I don't, I, I still, I think it's yeah, reasonable. It's, yeah. And yeah. It's a reasonable takeaway. Did you think that as you were watching it or did you just think of it like on second watch or? I thought of it in retrospect. Yeah. In retrospect, and then I rewatched yeah. and I was like, oh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. What do, if, if that is what they were intending, do you think that it's like an interesting thing to bring into the episode? I guess so. I don't know. It's sort of. You'd hope they deal with these things with more depth than one scene. Yeah. You know? That's kind of what I mean. Uh, it sort of bring, harkens to, like, Marceline didn't ask for any of this vampirism. Yeah, for sure. There's there's definitely an element of consent here that connects the two. Yeah, she didn't ask, she, like, like no, that sounds, that's a terrible way to phrase that. But she didn't, she didn't want it. Yeah. She didn't want to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. And she was turned into one against her will. Yeah. So. Yeah, can definitely see it. Um, what else? What uh, other highlights of, of of Vamps about? We have um, a lot of Peppermint Butler in this episode. I, he's so like this episode. Maybe, like he's so cute. Except what do you think of uh, Pat Butt. Pat Butt. Well, he's like sort of like PB's protective dad almost when he's like pulling out all that steaks and garlic stuff you know what's weird is that he's like this master of the dark arts yeah and, but yet he still it's throughout the entire series he's been very loyal to uh to pb so i don't know i've always kind of doubted that whether like he was actually like 
cared about PB, but this episode did more of convincing me that than kind of yeah. any in the past of the show. But uh, I was just like, something about his voice was just so cute. I love. He says he uh, painstakingly stockpiled these weapons in case a certain frenemy decided to turn on you someday. <laughs> and Marceline's like, yeah, I could have taken you guys out at any time. And Jake's like, Rrr. Yeah. Uh, Yes, we had the we had the vampires coming back. We'll talk. Oh, about the the drawing part where uh, Jake is like. Oh the yeah. Sketch that was kind of dumb. <laughs> I actually thought that was funny. I I, I, I kind of like it, it would have been funny like maybe like if they did it three times, but they did, like five times. <laughs> they did it like oh yeah they they overdid it. Where yeah, it was kind of dumb. Uh, no, nah, that's not right. Yeah, Pat, they Pat literally le- use the same voice clip of no, that's not right. <laughs> Are you sure he you sure uh who's it john dimaggio Are you sure he didn't just do it uh oh no a bunch of times i think i bet that would have been funnier if he did yeah it felt um, like I, I liked this gag i think this was clever and then he's like ah, actually that one's pretty close yeah and then that's how uh, marceline recognized him i also thought it just made sense in advancing the plot too a, like, a, a stop sign and a loaf of bread yeah which one was that that was a uh, vampire king oh, okay um what do we think of vampire king he looks like a feline. Okay. Anything uh, other than that? Like, what is he? He has, like, griffin feet and, like... I don't know. Lizard arms. Lizard arms? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's a, he's a guy. He's voiced by Lion Turtle, isn't he? Uh, What's his face? Kevin, Kevin Michael Richardson, Richardson, is he? It sounds like he is. Okay, I'll look this up as we go. Um... Yeah, I don't. I assume he'll be t- play a role in the last few, yeah, uh, episodes of of this. Probably. Uh, let's talk. What else, last things for this episode? Vampire um, yeah. King, the Fool. You know, she usually gets rid of the Fool. Um, smelling, you're smelling human yourself. I only eat animals now, says the Vampire King, like the rest of you. Um, which I. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of a a very quick critique of of uh, meat eating culture when he was like, "I'm making now like the rest of you." Yeah, kind of thrown in there pretty quickly, uh, which I of course I appreciate. And doesn't a, Marceline says it doesn't matter how you pretend to change monsters will always be monsters. Um, do we think that this miniseries is going to be about Marceline learning tolerance and like mm. kindness? I don't know. This she, she doesn't she doesn't come across as super sympathetic in the scene with the vampire king at the end of the episode. I feel very weird about the cows. They're just kind of off putting. <laughs> Maybe because they're voiced by humans. <laughs> you like the cat dancing with the cow? No, it makes me like like I don't know, like there's like a cow motif happening, just bothering me. Because it's like, like a it. vampire motif. It goes along with that. Okay. Um, kind of the the but and she's about to. Yeah, stake the vampire king, but then he points out the empress and Simon, and then she leaves. Uh, so that seems like smart strategy from him, because he'll be stronger next time. And she has distracted him for a while. And then we have this graphic at the end, which we'll presumably we'll be seeing. Okay, episode three, episode four, episode five, episode six, episode seven. So if we go one by one, then uh, we'll have one part left if we deal with all five of them. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay. So yeah, Vampspot was all right. It was an episode. Um, Empress Eyes. What do you think of the Empress? Who is she voiced by? She sounds really familiar. 
Um, I'll look this up as well. Look everything up. Yeah. But Empress Eyes, Empress. Well, I think she's interesting. I'm like really interested in like her backstory with Simon. Like, what's going on? That's your big takeaway. Yeah, I didn't even think. Yeah. About that, like I don't like she's interesting and stuff, but what's I? I don't know her enough. We have Rebecca Ram Ramajan as the Empress. I don't know who she is. I'm gonna look her up. And as the Vampire King, we have Billy Brown. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I look up these people. Yeah, uh, I I liked this episode. I like that we're bringing in uh, Simon. It's oh, it's always a good idea. Slash the Ice King. It's always a very good idea to bring in the Ice King when we have Marceline around because uh, that combination. Oh, Rebecca Romain. Oh, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, she was uh she was Mystique in the original X Men movie. She was married to John Samos. Oh, okay. Apparently, this is a big actress who I don't know about. Um, I think I it's always a good idea to bring in the Ice King because Ice King Mercy has been like the bit one of the big emotional combinations of the show. Uh, of course, of course, the Ice King was not actually hypnotized. <laughs> I think that was he has stanky old wizard eyes. Remember, we saw that we, we saw this coming, but I still thought it was really funny when they revealed that. Oh, uh, Ice King. he would definitely be into that. He he says. Uh, the emperor says all the better for you to submit and ice king says i like where this is going which is interesting that they uh have jokes about that in and in the show but i like that okay and um i like that we have stuff with the penguins but if he's if he's not hypnotized why is he so willingly bringing her the penguins and finn because she is a woman and he <laughs> yeah wants and to get king. some yeah that's that's how it works we have does has marceline used the the hypnotism ability in the series? No, I don't. I feel like she only like takes away certain things from these guys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like she's never used hypnotism. I guess, yeah. Uh, Simon, uh, what has she done to you? And then he's, uh, she's okay. So Marceline's kind of like blushing when she's. Yeah, I was kind of like, why, why are you blushing? Do you think? Okay, general question do you think there's any sort of romantic or sexual element to no marceline and marcy and simon's stuff i literally hope not not in terms of actual manifestation of the relationship but maybe latent feelings from marceline i don't know you know don't ask me that question i mean it might make sense because she's younger and but like i don't know uh that but yeah the blush this show uses blushing in weird ways and it makes you question things sometimes I, th- I feel like this has been a thing before that we've questioned blushing um S- marceline says uh i hunted the vampires because of you and then we have her a uh, little flashback in this episode which takes the form of a poem do you agree with that like a slam poetry like thing. a slam poetry thing do you think do you th- that was my i was like what is this yeah is this? It's, no it's, it's more of a poem than a song memories yeah what do you think of this this segment? It's interesting. It's like I I kind of liked the, the weird aesthetic of this. My memories. I like how she only has liver and spinach to eat. That's that's what her food was. Aww. Anyway, I don't know. Just it it just sort of builds the timeline again of like when Marceline is doing stuff. Also, these people do not have animal hats. Interesting. So this was before the yeah. I mean that makes sense, right? Yeah. This was before she 
because uh, the last time we saw humans in animal hats was after she had already been hunting vampires, right? Yeah. I think in the in, in episode two. Um, Simon, remember our history. I mean, this is this, this. Do you think it's overkill to have this this element of the story again when we had an entire episode about it, uh, and with like Marceline wanting Simon to remember things and him not being able to? No, I think it's still something she can be like unhappy about. It's. Do you still think it's understandable that she might like try for this, even though she knows? Yeah. That, yeah. Just because the emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, it's just really depressing. <laughs> that, that's the the main thing about it. Uh, it's. I, I do like the show's commitment, though, to to you know, uh, Ice King being the Ice King and him not being able to go back to that. Oh, I like unless Betty is like having we'll fun. See what happens with Betty, in, yeah. Over in a uh, Magic Madness Land. That episode was very odd. Uh, don't forget your floaties. Yeah. Uh, if you really, what I don't know what this was. March, uh, open those peepers. Apparently, oh, that's a thing. Open those peepers. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to. Uh, to stake um the empress uh yeah, bubblegum comes bubblegum comes in and the the yeah, holds holds him up yeah i like uh pb coming back in there because I, I i was questioning that it's like why is this about why is marceline going on her own here because i thought we we're gonna get the uh the bubbline going on i thought that was the thing Bub- bubbling the bubbline yeah oh my god <laughs> uh, start saying names wrong again Shouldn't have tried to go at it alone with the vamps team up style now. And then we have the two fits graphic. So uh, what do you think of this ending with, uh, with a uh, PB coming in? Well, I don't know. They're a team. They're going to kill some vamps. Yep. I feel like Finn was kind of annoying this episode. What did Finn do? I don't know. He just like stole Marceline's steak and like was all like gung ho about it. Yeah, I don't know. Finn's fine. He's fine. You're fine. Thank you. Um, so I Not liked, really. Psych. Psych. I liked Emphasize uh, a lot, and I thought that was... So I guess the rankings right now are 2, 4, 3, 1. 2, 4, 3, 1. Agreed. Bubblegum has a gun. Any other comments on, on specifics on either of the episodes? Do you, I like the animation with her hypnotism and stuff like that. Her I eyes think, look like CDs. I think I made that the, the image for for this, like CDs. Yeah, like the bottom. Like, have, have you ever seen a CD? I mean, We're not the, that far into the future. Yeah, we are. Those aren't things anymore. No, the bottoms of CDs. That's what her eyes look oh, like. Oh, the bottoms of CDs. Okay, that's interesting. Duh. Uh Next tomorrow we have. May I come in and take her back? Uh, which vampires do we have remaining? We have the shapeshifter, the vampire king, and who's the third one? The weird guy who we don't really know much about, right? The A head. The A head? Yeah. Fool says, like, you know, good old something A. I don't okay, know. Okay, interesting. The one that looks like a uh, anthill but a girl. Predictions for these? Have you uh, I have no predictions. <laughs> so we, we... I mean, there's nothing really hanging in the air right now. It's like, okay, we're moving on to the next two. The next two so vampires we have we have a goal we're gonna kill bill these yeah. vampires and uh what's gonna happen with uh 
Marceline at the end of the series, what's going to happen with PB and Marceline? Also, like, Finn didn't find it weird that she had her, like, flying powers back. That kind of bothered me. Yeah, she did get her flying powers after. Yeah, yeah so, he, did, he didn't say anything about it. He so it looks like, like she's going to have the, the powers back, even though she's not a vampire at the end of the series. Yeah, that's how it was before she was a vampire. Yes. Uh, which is when she was at her happiest, I guess, with the, with the other humans. Yeah, well, the humans are all dead. Or on another continent, as we theorized. Like our friend uh, K.K. Glinka on like Archer of our own. Yeah, there you go. Well, has we'll predicted in the past. We'll see if that pays off ever in this series. Okay. Um, I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Sam Quattro. You can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh you can support us on Patreon, uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shana, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, a.k.a. Hannah, if you're Mitch Cordell University, Beatrix, Strange, Buzz like you're in Mailman. We'll be back tomorrow talking about parts five and six of the miniseries, and then on Thursday with the final two parts. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, give us a thumbs up or subscribe or comment, and I will reply to you. Thanks for commenting to the last one, guys. And people commented on the last Yeah, one? people are commenting on the YouTube video. That's pretty cool. And if you uh, are watching on Tumblr, give us a heart or potentially a reblog. I don't know about that. Right. But... Oh, does that mean I should reblog our podcast? Uh, yes. I should I be should. like a shameless person and reblog those things that it's I am It's not shameless on? to reblog the things you are a part of. Yes, it is. No, it's not. So uh, we would really appreciate the support on Tumblr. And you can subscribe on YouTube or um, or to follow on tumblr getting my terminology confused uh to receive subscribe on tumblr follow on youtube there you go so thanks for listening guys last thoughts uh uh, nope nope okay we'll see we'll see you next time thanks thanks for listening bye bye